0: I got a bad feeling about this.
1: Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. It is your time. Now go out there and take it.
0: Han Solo.
2: I've been waiting for this day for a long time.
1: Can't wait. Let's Let's
2: This is the Bart and Han Show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Hour number three, Alan Han, Bart. 98.7
2: ESPN. We've got week two of the NFL season getting underway tonight, and it is game day, Nothing like game day. New York football giants tonight in... I mean you talk about a critical game. Both teams really when you look at the upcoming schedule for both I still think for the Giants it's like a, it, there's so much more writing on this, a lot of controversy. Bart is all over Saquon Barkley. Bart is telling everybody at ESPN who will listen today. Everything I'm you've a warrior so far. Everything you're saying is this is game is all about Saquon Barkley and I'm like, dude, he played 5 damn 5 days ago and he's coming off ACL. Back off. This game is more about Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones only. Need- this is about him, this game. Not Saquon. You can't put this on Saquon Barkley now.
0: Okay, we said that McCaffrey was... Two
2: different injuries!
0: Otherworldly. T- did, did, did they both not have season-ending injuries? It's not the right? same. It's so, the same. listen, what what we, we talk about all the time. Is it time to start Jalen Hurts in Chicago? Mm-hmm. And uh, they went against the number Justin one. Justin Fields. Well, Justin Fields. Broke. Okay. So they went against the number one defense from last year, right? David Montgomery rushed for a hundred yards. They gave him a chance, right? They didn't work out, but he gave him balance, right? Okay. So what I'm saying is I think Saquon Barkley's better than than, than, than David Montgomery. So if David Montgomery can take a bad offensive line and give you a hundred yards, I need Saquon Barkley coming Saqu-
2: off of ACL a year ago, and he did not have a training. You told camp. me he was a yellow jacket. This isn't a new
0: system for him. He was
2: in his system last year before he got hurt. If this is Adrian week Six, Adrian, Adrian and he's got reps. Then I'm like, yeah, you know what, Bart, you're right. He's got to start stepping up. It's it's Week Two
0: Adrian, on a short week. Adrian Peterson gave you what? You just told me that Saquon Barkley, when you draft him, he got a hanging chain like he can Excuse me? You can't, ha- you can't have a hanging area um, phrasing. if you're not going to be a bad man. Odell Beckham, hanging chain, bad man. LT hanging chain, bad man. Saquon Barkley, hanging number Are chain. Are the Browns rushing
2: say? Odell back, or is he waiting another week to play? They don't want to
0: play Odell anyway. They were, they, were, they were trying to trade Odell. Odell had a natural out, but you can't trade a hurt player. So trust me, there's something else going on there. Believe that. All right, well, Saquon you know Barkley only had 10 carries last week, so he should be able to give you a 20 this week. Talking about, oh five. he played five games.
2: He played five days ago. I mean, hell, he only played 10 plays. Right. That's not even getting warmed up. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. You can get us on Twitter, at Bart. Roll call. Pull up, Saquon. Yeah, roll call. Pull up. Okay, that's what you're saying. And I'm saying this is a – so Bart's saying this is Saquon Barkley. All on him. I'm saying it's on Daniel Jones. You got to figure out if this kid can play. You got to find out. How do you do that? By giving him balance on offense. Well, I understand the running game is important, but I'm also looking at him saying, do not turn... Can we play turnover bingo with him at this point? Now, I hate this because oh, you know what? I like, this is the thing. I like this guy. I do. I like him. I've interviewed him. I've had, I've had some time. I like him personally, but I got to do this because you're doing this because I don't think it's right. Put it all on him. Put it all on Saquon. Well, well, this is who's about the older Daniel player? Jones taking up. This is about Daniel Jones being able to pick apart the weaker part of that Washington defense, which is... The corners, because you know that. I mean, obviously, that front line is going to be very difficult, right? So you're going to so you're going to drop them back and
0: say, "Burp the baby, throw the ball."
2: So Chase Young, he's got to get rid of it
0: faster. So you saw what Chase Young, you saw what Von Miller did to Solder. You know what do you think four of them could do? I know it's kind of scary. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, you want him to keep dropping back and get, keep giving Chase Young more I, opportunities, I, keep I, giving Montez Sweat more, more of apple, keep giving Allen more of apple, keep giving Payne more bicep apple. You drop him back, that allows
2: them to, I'm to, sorry, to, to, to you, peel off. Justin Herbert was able to do it. I need to see Daniel Jones do it. Justin Herbert got Slater, who owns Chase Young. Yeah, he did, He's been
0: he? his daddy since
2: Northwestern. That was a that
0: was They got something. Corey Lindsey, the number one free agent mm-hmm. center in the game. Yeah. They got Brian Balaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, when you see other people do stuff, and I always hate this, right, when people break down film, oh, man, they didn't even get to that quarterback. Do you got these people? <laughs> do you got one of these people? No Lemieux. But he's out. Nate Soder, I hate to see it. I, listen, the worst thing I hate, man, I hate when I start seeing linemen and linebackers with neck rolls. You're already, you already looking wacky D. You, Soder got a neck row Bro, how the hell you got a hurt neck? You missed a whole year because you opted out last year. You should have been over there doing the Mike Tyson punch-out exercises. How you going to come here and miss a whole year and now you got a hurt oh, neck?
2: You want him doing ty bow while he's out, you know, opting out for COVID? Is that what we're going to be doing now? What else was he he's doing? Get yourself right. What was he doing? Look, Dave Gettleman's the guy that's on the hot seat here. Not any of these players, okay? They're in a place that that... Uh, Jason Garrett might be the other one. You brought that up several times. But this is a critical game, obviously, for this team. And I want to see if Daniel Jones is the guy. Now, Bill Parcells certainly knows what he's looking at. He was on KJM this morning. He talked about Daniel Jones, and this is what people say. Like, is it fair to assess what Daniel Jones can be? Because, as you mentioned, the offensive line hasn't been very good. Does he fit in what Jason Garrett's system is? Does he look comfortable? Listen to Bill Parcells talking about assessing Daniel Jones.
1: And sing. You have to have a situation that allows your quarterback to succeed before you can really be judgmental on him. I mean, if it's just one sided and you rely on totally on a passing game, I think it's very difficult.
2: Well, maybe he sides with you. Because it is it re- has to rely on a passing game right now because Saquon, I don't think is especially on short rest, I can't imagine you're expecting to ramp up more work unless they dialed him back in week one knowing, knowing that this week was coming and that this game as a divisional yes. game might have been the one, all right, let's not yes. overplay him in week one. That's what I'm saying. And get him ready for, for Thursday because that game really matters it's, it's
0: a divisional game and you think about the fact that you know, when you're in the off season, you're saying, oh, we're going against Denver. You don't think that you really expect a lot out of Denver. Now, we know that because we know better, but a lot of people weren't thinking that Denver was going to be quite the difficult uh, team that they had. Nobody knew they were going to get uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So like you're thinking, all right, let's rest Saquon when you're making a plan as far as wrapping them back up. Like, Saquon, save us, right? He was brought in here to be a savior. He was brought here to be able to do things that were special. I understand this. You can't control somebody getting injured. But at this time, Saquon, this is the time when you're going to ask this organization. You're going to ask this organization for $15 million a
2: year. At what point this year are you going to get started to prove that you're worth it? as you can carry the team. I get it. I'm just saying, coming off this injury, I just feel like it still might be too soon in this season to be looking at him and saying, you got to start living up to your to, to the resume or at least to the expectations that are put on you from t- being taken number two overall. Let's get to the calls. 800 3776 We begin first with Rob in White Plains. Go ahead, Rob.
1: Hey, how's it going, man? Guys, I love your show. Listen to you every day. Thank you. Um... Saquon Barkley, for me personally, I think his prime is passed. And while he still has high stake in him, I think you should trade him to another team for a quarterback. Because Daniel Jones ain't cutting it. He's not going to cut it. He's a turnover machine. And I think you should trade Saquon Barkley, rebuild your team, go get a good quarterback from somewhere else. Because drafting quarterbacks is not good for them. Last good drafted quarterback, what, Eli Manning. So trade trade Saquon Barkley for somebody, somebody, Deshaun Watson or anybody. Well, they
0: have two first round picks, but that's 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 controversial. Thanks for the call. right now. We don't know about, about Saquon's
2: 24, to, by the way, so he's not past his
0: prime. Yeah, yeah, he's not past his prime. <laughs> he just he has to come back from the an injury, healthy. and sometimes right. you got to prove it. Like Derwin James got hurt two years in a row. Now he's back. He's still to me top 5 if not the best safety in the game he proved that on um last week right um it's just it's just tough right because sometimes you got to let go of a great player and start over because their prime doesn't doesn't match up with your, the time time right, yeah. with your time to win, right? With your timeline. We saw that happen with Jamal Adams mm-hmm. here. Now that Jamal Adams isn't one of the best safeties in the game, but the Jets aren't ready to win at that clip right now to afford or explain paying somebody top of the market value money. You do that when guys are winning, and everything's going in the right direction. And listen, they have to figure something out. I just, I just feel like it's tough, man, because I believe that Daniel Jones is just as good as Josh Allen. But we've seen guys leave and go to other organizations that was more ready to win. We saw Sam Darnold last week. We see Ryan Tannehill every week. He was a guy that just people gave up on. Look how he's been able to turn his career around. And you're starting to realize when you look at Trubisky up in Buffalo that maybe it was something about nagging his system and organization because he looked like he was a pretty good quarterback in the limited time that we saw him in the, in the preseason. Let's go to Joe
2: and. and Harrison, Joe.
1: Gentlemen, it's been a long time. Bart, happy belated birthday. It's only because you wish my son happy birthday. So I just want to... I you. didn't get through in a while. I wanted to happy birthday, brother.
0: My pleasure. Thank awesome.
1: you. It's, it's Joe Hawk anyway. But a um, couple points. Bart, you as a linebacker, and I love your passion. And when you're talking about the line and saying these guys have delusions, it's so true. You know, to you say block this, block that, and not have the line to do it. And then this last call that I got to speak on, so he, he says... Saquon's done, but he's saying there's a trade value for him at somewhere else. I mean, come on. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, ridiculous.
0: Yeah, yeah he, he but didn't so far,
1: you, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. But Bart?
0: No, no. I said he didn't know what he was talking about. He's 24 years old. He's just coming back yeah. from injury. He's not watched. So, Bart,
1: if you're lined up and you're a student of the game and you're lined up against uh, Wilson, what are your thoughts? Like if you were playing, I mean, are, are you 100% all in with him? Is he a problem? Meaning, you know, you, you see a lot of potential as a future well, for the Jets? Well, was Zach, on that
0: Well, was, was Zach Wilson and, and Damon Woody, not just me, were collectively surprised Thanks, because he really didn't get the protection that you think, and the question was, can he handle a hit? Can he handle the, the
2: physicality of the NFL? And he took a beating, and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't. Yeah, Orlovsky showed on Twitter, he put this video up, of yeah. the throw to Davis. No, no, not Davis, to Mims, that yeah. catch. That was a really good catch by Mims, the 40-yarder. Yeah. And as he released it, Zach got crushed. Yeah but stayed there took That's the toughness. hit and still made like it was all arms cuz he had his legs were already being taken rack. out yeah. when he threw that ball and and Orloski called it the best throw of week 1
0: yeah i mean listen you can you can put some of the throws up there that was dropped by Elijah Moore that was dropped by um Davis. by Corey Davis, yeah. right? You know, he he's showing you what he's made out of. They have to do a better job because you don't want him to major in showing you how tough he is because no. eventually something will break. We saw this a little bit with Joe Barrow, borrow just you know, last year, and yeah. eventually it got to him. So they have to do a better job and protect him. I think this week the fact that um Morgan Moses is in and, and Fan is in. I kind of like that combination. I wish Morgan Moses, because he's better in pass protection, they have to do something with the interior of this line because Van Roden and and McGovern – I'm telling you. I mean, if if Venezuela wasn't so bad week one, they would have got my "What the hell are you doing?" award for the inside. Because
2: and obviously, it's it's still it's not just those guys. It's also probably scheme that they're going to have to change a little bit just to make sure they get that kind of protection. The the Jets and the Patriots on Sunday—that's a game obviously always means something, but even more with both teams having rookie quarterbacks kind of starting over, and both teams at 0-1. Which one of them is going to be 0-2? And, and that's the Jets' home opener as well. We'll do more on the Jets tomorrow. Let's continue with the Giants, though. Let's go to Mel in Queens. Go ahead, Mel.
1: Yo, what's going on, guys? Um, I'm rocking with Allen on this one. Bart, man, I, I think this is all about uh, about, uh, Daniel, about Jones. Daniel Jones. Uh, Saquon, man, he coming off an injury, man. We, you know, This is a year where we want him to look good and look decent. But Daniel Jones is supposed to be the leader. He's the one supposed to get the receivers, a third the year. offensive let's go. line. He's the one that's supposed to make it work.
2: Yeah, it's your third year. Let's go. And now let's make this clear. This is not me saying that Daniel Jones is more important or has to do like more. Because obviously, like you've always said, and you're right, the balance is the most important part of it, making sure you have a presence in the run game. But the passing game, I think, is going to be more important against this Redskins defense. I'm just saying when it comes to who your eyes are on, like you're saying step up to Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I'm saying no, 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 The pressure shouldn't be on him to step up. He's got to get continue to ramp himself up. Now, Saquon said all the right things. I'm healthy. I'm in the lineup. I'm playing. And he'll know how he feels before the game tonight. That's what he said. So nothing, de- nothing's officially determined as far as I know of. But he yeah. said, you know, I'll know how I feel tonight in the warmest. You can't really tell when you're practicing for three days or four days. Because, you know, you're not really going that hard. He should be but, going hard because he ain't played. Well, all right. Well, he's, you're right. He didn't play in the preseason. They had him in bubble. Roll. He didn't take any hits he played, but what the What I'm saying is he played 10 snaps, so he should, he should be Hardly played, he, he should right. And fine. maybe, again, that was by design. All I'm saying is, though, is that when I'm watching this from a giant perspective, if I'm in that front office, if mm-hmm. I'm scouts, if I'm the coaching staff, this kid, I need my quarterback you to not turn the ball over. That's true. No that, that more turnover bingo. What's it gonna be? A strip sack? That or is, is it fair. gonna be is it gonna be a fumble? That's is fair. it gonna be that you didn't slide? Everything. So you tried to get that extra yard and the ball gets knocked out? Is it gonna be that you overthrew a receiver? Which a, is it a, gonna be? That's gotta stop.
0: Everything that you said is extremely valid. But what I'm saying is if you know that's the case and he has to be managed just a little bit. Why would you make him throw the ball north of 50 times? I don't need him. No, no, So, so if, I'm say, so, saying So what that. I'm saying is if Saquon ain't carrying the load and running the ball, somebody need to be running the ball because you can't give Daniel Jones 50 dropbacks because we know from previous history something bad is going to happen, right? Either Soder's going to let down, either Thomas is going to let you down, either Hernandez is going to let you down, or those receivers who weren't getting any separation is going to let him down. And so when he gets the turnover, we're going to say Daniel Jones, another turnover. They're not going to say Daniel Jones under duress. How They're many not going to say, turnovers Daniel Jones. did you say that
2: wasn't his fault?
0: Listen, the fumbles are more his fault than the interceptions.
2: Why do you call him Junior Whopperhead?
0: Yes, because of the fumbles. But why is he getting it like that? Because he can't trust anybody. He's down there thinking that he has the protection picked up. He's trying to believe in his, in his, in his tackles, and they're letting him down, he's getting strip sacked. Mm-hmm. Like, he got guys coming down, chopping at his arm that he doesn't know because their, their tackles are turnstops. Like the one against the Patriots in the preseason, right? One, never heard of that. I've been, listen, I've been covering the league for how long? Never heard of that guy that was rushing the passes from the Patriots. He beat him off the snap. Daniel Jones didn't even put his foot in the ground before he was getting hit in the back. How the hell you how am I supposed to evaluate that? One, two, three, four, five. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> damn. At least give me a yeah. safe word.
2: Pineapples, chickpeas. Chickpeas is a safe word. That's not one that I would go. I wouldn't go with that. Pineapples. I mean. Pi- pineapple like is what. That's still too much effort. Like when you need a, when you have a safe word, I would imagine you'd want it to be a quick one syllable. Fish face. Si- no, it's still that's too much effort. Apple. Ah, well, apple is still I mean, syllables. Apple. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. You can't say look out.
0: Four. <laughs> four. Four should be the safe word. Okay, four. Okay, because that's about how many uh, steps he get to drop back before he got to figure out if he got to <laughs> climb in the pocket or step out. That's just
2: how bad that line is. And it shouldn't be that way. 800 We continue. Let's go. Uh, Jamie in New Jersey. Jamie. Hey,
1: guys. Nice how to talk to you. Likewise. You know – you can't expect Daniel Jones to have to make that big play. He's not there yet. I mean, he should be there, but he's not there. But you can't, as you watched last year unfold, and they, they 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 somehow magically started to run the ball, what happened? You know, they started to. Yeah, you know, Jones started. Yeah, he's a better. Yeah, the stats
2: tell you he's a better quarterback when Saquon Barkley is in the lineup. I mean, that that, that we know. Absolutely. I get it. Right. But I but think again, this is. He wasn't again, in the is...
1: lineup last year. He wasn't in the lineup last year. But at the same time, as they were able to take the pressure off him having to make every single play, they did better. So listen, I, I, I I'm on the fence about the kid too. I, okay. I, I want to see him play, play, but at the end of it, you got to give him something. He can't make every play.
2: I don't think I'm see again. I don't think I'm saying he needs to make every play. I think the argument Bart and I are having is. When you talk about, like, he's saying, I need Saquon to step up and carry this team. And I'm saying, I can't put that on him now. I can't put that... in Game two, it's four days after they open the season... We and this he's coming team. off ACL, and he didn't he didn't get touched at all in preseason. Sorry. And we're going to now ask him to carry the I'm team. Sorry. You told me. No, he, you I told need you. Daniel Jones to keep to keep this thing on track while Saquon is working his way you back to being a guy that me. can help carry us off.
0: You told me that he was Adrian Peterson. That's what y'all said. He was AP. What did AP do? This is y'all. What did AP do?
2: I know he came back from ACL. What What did Wes Welker do?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. This is modern technology. He got hurt early last year. Give me something, man. We can rebuild him. Give me something, Seguon. Listen, don't be sending out pictures of your massive thighs and tree trunk legs. And then they don't work. You know? they just for show mm. what are you're a bodybuilder or you're a football player man come on man we need you I'm not listening I'm not saying that he's not going about the right way what I'm saying is I was sold a bill of goods that he was Adrian Peterson that he was generational that he had alien blood that he was something special so I expect the same expectations that I got from AP because I'm holding him in the same light in the same regard of the great Adrian Peterson one of the most modern day marvels I'm saying Saquon at 233 6 foot you should be Adrian Peterson I look at you like that I wouldn't put this pressure on somebody that I thought was lesser than but I'm putting it on him because of my expectations because of my belief in the talent the will the fortitude now show
2: it you want him to be a leader I want you to be a leader that's what you're asking this is 98.7 ESPN we'll get back to your calls 800-919-3776 here in a moment but as we mentioned Little beef going on now on Twitter. This this one I'm fascinated by this one. So there was a story in the post today uh, that discusses now as you know the Mets going into an off season. Bar, what are their chances to make the playoffs now? You, you gave me that percentage. What was it? Um, it was that like, would be two point. Uh, yeah, two percent. Right, we'll leave it there. Just to, not good. So you send us a chance. As I said yesterday, your next big move for the Mets is not anything that's going to happen in the standings right now. It's going to be what happens when they get to the offseason and how they're going to rebuild this thing. Uh, properly, the, the owner comes in, Steve Cohen, and you, generally it's going to take a year. You get an idea of what's happening and, and get control of things and then, all right, let me bring in my people. Now, you'd think Cohen's been around the organization as a minority owner. He should know really the infrastructure of the franchise, but you give him at least a year to do that. But here's what the Post said. It begs a question. Why should the Mets believe the outcome will differ one year later? Team Brass will again be fishing from essentially the same pond. With a significant difference, prospective hires will have had a full season to witness from afar the organization's warts under the new ownership. Then they have a quote from what they are calling a former MLB executive. So again, a source. Normally this is somebody that's like, look, don't put my name on it, but I'll I'll Mm. say that, you know, and then you use it. All right, well, I'm not going to put your name to this. And this is the quote. In one year, the value of the team has gone backward. Significantly, that's the quote. That's the key quote because then everything else just kind of explains how you know things haven't gone well. And look, Jacob Degrom and his injury at a time where he was pitching lights out, like all time great performances, and then losing him for the whole season—that's a big deal. You know, they do trade for Baez, did not turn into wins. Lindor in and out of the lineup has not turned into wins. All right, honestly. But Steve Cohen goes to Twitter this morning. And he says this, insightful source in Mike Puma's article in New York Post today. The person who can guess the source correctly will have the opportunity to sit with me in my suite at City Field. Oh. First one right wins.
0: You're dropping that down.
2: So he's I, I jumped today, in on this. So I wanted a piece of this because I'd love to sit with Steve Cohen at a game in his suite because I would tell him, this say, is what you need to do. You say Bobby Valentine? So I'm just <laughs> well, like, well no, no, I'm, no, no. I'm just trying to name people. I'm just trying to throw no, my no, name I, out there. I thought it was pretty obvious that it had to be someone... Um, does Grunto employee? No, no, no. Former no, no, no. employee? Look, who, Jerry Reinsdorf has tried to – he and A-Rod are close, and Jerry Reinsdorf tried to block Cohen getting the ownership. Yeah, yeah. Right? He did. He tried to block it from happening. A lot of hater rate. And he's – obviously, he wanted A-Rod to get the team. So that's uh, – I thought right away. So I jumped in on this because I would love to hang out with Steve Cohen and tell him because I really do feel like people in the media can help owners. I can tell you exactly what you need to do with your team. mm like I can tell you because I've seen everything that's gone wrong and I know how things are perceived. I can give you all the advice you want. So I'd love to sit with Steve Cohen and do that. But I, I, apparently I was not right. No. Because he then said this. We already have a winner. Just took the gray out? And then he tweets. Actually, he keeps, he's having fun with it because he's saying, I'll take a second and third place winner to keep the game going. Ah. Announce the winners and the source later. And then he says this. Twitter figured it out as usual. The source, who has already put out a pre-denial denial, denial Quit teasing me! is David Sampson. David Sampson, the former uh, executive with the Marlins, that Derek Jeter came in and then sent him on his way. He now works for CBS, I think. Uh. Uh, Then he said, I will have my press people reach out to the three winners. So apparently people that were right, or at least people that he feels was right, saying that is Sampson. And then he goes, BTW, who is this guy? <laughs> David Sampson went to Twitter. And what's really weird is that the initial tweet that he put out, that Cohen put out, that I told you about, saying, like, who can guess the source correctly will have the opportunity to sit with me. David Sampson retweeted it and oh. said, good luck finding the source. Oh, ho, ho, ho. And then later. Tell it on himself. You are the source. Him, right? After Cohen outs him, Sampson then retweets it and says this. When I say something, it's on the record, and my name is attached. The universe, is, the universe of potential sources is endless, I, which is a, sh, a passive-aggressive uh, shot, it 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 a lot of people ends. think this about you. Uh, I would be happy to come to the game with you so you're not alone. Good luck the rest of the way. And then he said, it's just business, nothing personal. Puma, the reporter for the Mets, then said, you know, I'm not going to take guesses on it. And he said, all he's saying is, I will say it's not David Sampson. That's it. Hmm. And then David Sampson then retweets that and says, "Sorry, Steve Cohen, but I hope these those three fans still get uh, hmm. to watch a game with you." Uh, bad. Oh man, everybody! Re- way, this reminds me of that movie Soul Man. With can Bernie I add man. one more thing? Yes, to please. This? All right, the next thing is this: on the Michael K Show, right after we're done, three ten. I mean, three, out th- of, straight up, out of the gate. I got to hurry and say my car. goodbye. And then Michael K Show will open. You'll hear the theme. Uh-huh. K will take over. Yeah. David Sampson will be joining them.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. You want beef? Okay. You want beef? It's Michael K straight to the G hot press news. Ain't got nothing. Mm. Oh, this Michael re- K. This, re- this reminds me of like that movie Soul Man with Bernie Mac and Samuel Jackson. You like, man, you got it, you got all this dog food. What a dog at? You the dog mother.
2: You the dog. I'm telling you, this is interesting. Oh. I still think this, it's this whatever it is and I'm just again I'm just I'm having fun with the game now I think it's a little more A-Rod Reinsdorf related can, can we get some music can we get some like game music oh we should have some underbed I, I don't even know like that's where I'm going I don't know what, what what guesses could we possibly have but I think it's gotta be along those lines right like who like, like again I've been in these situations think, I'm not calling out can you think, Puma at all can you think I'm, it, I'm, could I'm be? These stories there you
0: go. Could the Wilpons be under it a little bit? Like somebody? Do they still could it care? Be Wilpon related? Yeah. A could it be executive? Yeah. Who? I've got who's? not nah, that nah, I forget who he's at. Nah, nah, uh, nah, nah, I used to have a guy on my show. Nah, he said before, if,
2: if you're Puma, why would you use a Wilpon as and call him a former executive and use a quote like that? Would you know that's an obvious? Because, the franchise has gone backward in value. Like, because I'm so, not using that quote because you have ulterior motives. I'm because, not using because that. it's so backwards. Nobody would ever suspect it. Aha. Uh-huh. there's uh, no spoon. Ah, uh-huh. but then I don't know. That's that, that. That's not really a great source, though. Is is Omar Mania? Is Omar? Is Omar is still, still there? Is Omar grudgingly sold the team? Is Omar still there? Mania? Yeah. Why do you ask me these questions? Is he still with the team? Mania? It wouldn't be the guy. I. I that, that's huh, maybe.
0: Listen, you got more sources than the White House. Man. I hope it's not Theo
2: Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, anybody but him. That's not somebody you want it to be. Yeah, either, anybody, right? anybody from him. That would be a bad one. I, I can't see that, but this is such a bizarre story. Now, Bart, what do you think Steve Cohen should be doing this stuff publicly? Hey, listen,
0: everybody a problem with, it, ha- every- to be with everybody you. has their own style, man, like, and listen, I can't tell there's more than one way to skin a cat, and I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not going to prejudge him. He owns the team he bought the team. he can do with it as he believes. like we only know if it's going to work out in the right way if we wait and
2: we watch i i I don't like some people think this is more embarrassment to the franchise. I think sometimes owners get into a place where they they don't want to leave press out there that would be that kind of that that disparaging. And they get frustrated. And it's like, well, why would I just let that stay out there so people can believe it could be true? Right. I'm going to say something and call it out right now. Here's the problem with doing that. While you have that moment where you feel good because you're interacting with fans and you're saying to them, don't listen to this garbage, it's not true. I think the better thing to do in these situations, especially in New York, is to say nothing and then operate the way you need to operate so that a couple of months from now, when you're clear, like, you know, again, you make the right hire. Let, let's say, again, they say they convince Theo Epstein to take over, right? Theo comes in. Now you get all these people praising what yeah. he has done, right? And you get all the positive press again. That's when you bring it back. See, lo- I'm big on keeping receipts, Bart Scott. Yeah, What you do money? is you, 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 you screenshot it and save it for later. And then when you have your moment – when you're getting praise, when you're getting told, "Wow, you're really running this," you know, look at that organization as a model franchise. That's when then you pull this out and go, "Hey, remember this? Wonder who that executive was." Yeah, I wonder, are they losing money? Is it like, can we substantiate what, what was said? Like, you know, because he, he didn't come out and deny it. it. It's well, I mean, he is denying it by by mocking it. But again, the quote is in one year, the value of the team has gone backwards significantly. If you're talking about the valuation, the franchise valuation, that is probably factually incorrect unless of course they lost money which every they overpaid has. Yeah, they overpaid for the well, team. Well, I think he did. I yeah. think he did overpaid outbid for the team, right? Yeah. He did outbid them. Um which again brings me back to your theory about Willpont. That would not be a source you should use. That's not a, that's not a source you should quote. If that is if in fact that's who it is, that's a that, that's a terrible first quote in a story that is that compelling. But it got it's us a terrible talking. first call. Got quick. us talking. I guess you're right. It did get us talking. In, <laughs> the, I mean, end, in, in the, the end, that's and we, what. And, and that's, that goes back to Bart. What I say to a lot of people who get caught up in things that are discussed in what they think is media. Media is not often always journalism. Right. Keep that in mind. There are those are two different things. Media tends to be something that is entertainment, that is information. Yes, but presented in a way that they want to get reaction and attention. Right. Whereas journalism is something where there are standards to it that you follow because you want to make sure that people trust what you're presenting. It's two different things. You know, we creating a debate about a, a headline and two people having a side on it. That is not reporting. That is analysis and debate. Yeah. And i just my my goal a, is not to give you information. My goal is to win the debate. But it's a fine that's entertainment. Yeah, yeah, it's that's a, not journalism.
0: That's yeah, a fine line, right? It's a fine line between yeah. that, right? The, the lines have been blurred, right? Especially with now the you know, the social media sites and everybody trying to be first. A lot of times they don't always go the way that they're supposed to, because if you know, if you, you still try and keep that integrity,
2: which is admirable, hmm. but a lot of people don't do that because they, they, they don't get the story out. All right. So keep in mind again, so you you get David Sampson on the K show. And he'll give his side of things as Steve Cohen basically Oh, Well, Twitter. Cohen call in to the show? That will happen. Oh! Man. Well, Steve Cohen can call into our show right now yes, if he'd Steve. like to. You know what I'm saying, Steve? You can 800- keep it going. You can kick it off before I get there, Steve Cohen. you want a preemptive strike, the phone, right? The phone line is available to you. But in the meantime, Jake in the Bronx, Bart, has a question for you that he's dying to ask. Go ahead, Jake.
1: Jake, what's up? Hey, what's up? up, you guys? What's happening, man? What's going on?
2: Maintaining, maintaining. Yeah,
1: maintain. I was just calling because I wanted to ask Bart. What's the greatest defense you've played on with the Baltimore Ravens? Because I think the 2016 with the Daly Thomas, Terrell, yep. Doug, and yeah, all I'm about those guys. Was
0: that, that was the greatest go team. Ahead. That's the greatest team I ever played. That that defense, that stuff was special, man. We, we were like – we talk about people being afraid. Like people talk about, you know – like the 2000 Ravens defense, they talk about the 2006 Bucks defense. That one, if it would have been able to win, it was 13 and three. Stephen Nair, first year there. If that team would have won the Super Bowl, statistically, Where it was you better. We, I say, if that team would have won that team though. Yeah, yeah. If we, I mean, yeah, because you know, I'm, I'm saying we, because I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's my favorite team, man. Like I had nine and a half side. We had, we led the league in every category known to man ever. Right, that was when they—that's when they named us organized chaos because that's when everybody started standing up. Nobody was in the stands. We had Haloti blitzing from twelve yards as a free safety and the, and setting up the protections where the fullback had to or the running back had to pick up Haloti and like he would just spin them around like disco balls. Like it was—it was the most exciting time because for the first time, well, not the first time, but I've never been that feared. Like Peyton Manning, everybody was afraid. Like we held Peyton Manning to three, five field goals. Like he had 142 yards, they didn't even put that on a on a highlight tape. That's how bad we kicked their ass. I mean, Peyton Manning went to the Super Bowl. They didn't even put that game on the highlight tape.
2: <laughs> but you just see his eyes. I know it's radio, you could hear it in his voice, but you see his eyes when he was talking about that team. I believe every word of it. He uh, definitely loved being bad, part we of We were some team. badass. That's one of those seasons, right? You just wish just kept going. You, when you're in a group like that, you can just see it in your eyes you, you, man, how much you, you, you love it. You
0: walk in a room and you be like, "Everybody out." Hey, all the ladies, y'all stay. We taking your girls too. Get the hell out of here. This is ninety eight point seven ESPN. Can somebody tweet Cohen right now and tell him that he's going to be on the show? That he might want to come you in. Might want and to call Barton him, now.
2: Tell the people the number 800-919-3776.
0: Even if they can't call into our show, let him know. Jump in ahead. Go, jump on the show. Yeah. Like if he coming on at three ten, how about three o five? Call it
2: three o five. Or wait till he's done. And then go on K at three thirty, and go. All right, now that if now that we heard everything he said, I, I want them both. This on, is the real. I want them both on the lines to start arguing. Same time, same
0: time. Mm. Oh, that'd be juicy. Oh man, I love a good fight. Oh,
2: must ooh. listen, keep it right here. I know it's you. I'm going ESPN. to find it.
0: I'm going to find out that was you in the voice of Leslie Nielsen. Good luck.
2: <laughs>
0: It'd be great yeah. if K
2: just grilled him. Did you order the code red? Did you order the code red? You want answers? I want the truth. You funny. can't handle the truth. Too good. Uh, Jordan Renan, who covers the Giants, who played tonight, by the way, Thursday night, uh, on Twitter said the significant change in the offensive line for the Giants plan against tonight, Washington. Right? <laughs> Billy Price will start at center. Who? He just got there. But was Billy Price? Did they get him from the Bengals. Was he the guy they got from the Bengals? I don't know. Um, they say Nick they just Gates. Got Nick Gates now moves to. You the know what? Ball. I don't know. Because use hurt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he was. I think they did get Price from the Bengals. You, you know right? how
0: bad you got to be for somebody to come in, not because somebody's hurt, but to replace somebody and they just got there two weeks.
2: How bad you got to Gates be. Gates has started one NFL game at guard. But, but it was in 2019 against Miami and Saquon Barkley went for 112 yards and two touchdowns in that game. Well, you, you might be right. You might be right, Bart Scott.
0: I might have to defer to you after all. Could be rock, paper, scissors. But like, hey, man, no, no, I want to get on the left side. No, I want. you got on the left side last time. I need some pro Bowl. I got a contract. I'm trying to get an extension.
2: One of my favorite Chris canty is he talks about how the defensive players always look for the fish. They all fight over who they can go up against, and Come that's on, a, the on. line can look like an aquarium against that man. Washington front.
0: I need this man. Come on, I need this man. Come <laughs> on, just do me a favor, man. Let me go up against it, man. Just, just give me, give me five, give me five rushes against it, man. Give me five. I know I can get one. I know I can get one on him,
2: man. Eight hundred nine nine three seven seven
0: six. Give him the six. chunk, man. Give him the
2: chunk. <laughs> uh, let's see. L- let's go with. Um, let's go with Mike and Nutley, Mike. Hello.
1: Hey, hi guys. How are you? Hold Good. On a second. Um, yeah. Can't wait. I saw that this morning, Bart, on on the TV, so I I love that. And And I can't wait to talk about the Giants. I I wanted to make three points, and I wanted your opinion. Um, The first one you just said about the offensive line. Now, I think they should run a fullback every play or double tight end every play to help block. That's number one. Number two, Daniel Jones, 34, 36 turnovers, the most of caution went. He fumbles the ball. I can't take it anymore. He can't secure the ball. He can't. He can't play against the backside. I had to turn. So, had to turn the game off. So, so um, are you are you are you because, more
0: concerned with the fact that he can't hold on to the ball, or you more concerned that people keep missing their blocks so he gets hit, so he can't, so we can test his, his his hand
1: strength. No, I'm more concerned with him dropping the ball. He's blown games on his own. That I I didn't see the whole game, but that fumble could have been a 14 point turnaround. Okay, he they they were driving in right, and then and then basically they didn't score. And I don't know if Denver came down on on that possession or another, but that could have been a fourteen point. I would get Cam Newton. I'm sorry, I, I feel I like would again, Cam oof.
2: Mike, I don't know about going with Cam Newton at this point, jumping, you know, throwing him right into the mix here. But again, with with Jason Garrett, you know, that's also the thing to look at: is Daniel Jones comfortable in this system, or does he just have to dial it down a little bit? Again, when he runs the ball, he can run. The problem is he goes too far. It's like. Remember, you know, run for run. Then they yeah. said, stop for stop. Like it's yeah. almost like slide, just, sli- just so slide. slide. That's, that's what he has to learn. He just yeah, he to learn to I slide. know. He I love the aggressiveness, fly. but that's when that's when he gets himself in trouble. Let's continue with the calls. Gary's in Queens. Gary. Hey, what's going on, Bar Han. How
1: we doing? We're
2: good. Um, uh, I wish you guys were uh, local
1: the whole three hours, but that's besides the point. Well, we low. Low. Hang on, yeah. That.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Gary. Before you get to your point, I do want to hit on this real quick because this drives me crazy. Right, so we went to a national platform last year and people were like, oh, that's it, never listening again, they're not going to talk New York sports. You know what people say nationally about us? They talk too much New York sports. Well, so just right. like... The whole idea is is we've never really changed. It's just everybody's opinion, everybody's it just perception. More, it just changed.
0: more people hear us, but we're always here on New York, yeah
2: absolutely so yeah we 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 definitely keep it that way, so don't worry about that now, what's your point?
1: Just saying I love you guys, but um, thank you I just want to talk a little about Steve Cohen and uh how I think he's just running this uh this organization like a clown show with all this Twitter nonsense. Nice, I just want to keep it more business and more professional yeah. Yeah,
2: Gary, I I and that's kind of the point. That yeah, that's the point I was making before. And Bart, again, you as a player like would you would that bother you as a player, like if your own is out there just having Twitter beef with people and
0: I mean I I wouldn't care but I, I love the passion. I really do. He's a fan. He's still a fan too and he hasn't realized that I mean for me, I don't care, right? Like say what you want to say. I mean Rex say whatever you want to say. That's like, true, yeah. Like yeah. Tannenbaum say whatever he want and to say. Rex would have done the same thing yeah. on
2: right to Twitter if he yeah, yeah, had.
0: it. Yeah, it don't matter to me, right? Like, listen, we got your back, right? But listen, when I when I when I do it, I go and I clap back at somebody. I don't want to hear nothing.
2: Yeah, well, you also handle things a lot more one-on-one.
0: Oh, I pull up to that IP address. Yes. I get. I, you're known I, to do that. I have tech find your real address.
2: You said say it to my face. <laughs> there's, there, there's, Like I said, there's no doubt that Steve Cohen, it's entertaining. And if you're a fan, you do like the fact that he's approachable. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, he will interact. He will talk he's to you relatable. about things. He's relatable. on and that—well, I mean, I'm sorry. He's worth 15—how much? 15 billion? Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but I don't—there's so nothing relatable what, what, what about that. As a fan,
0: he's relatable, Yeah, his, right?
2: his passion for the team right. is relatable, and it's unquestioned. But there's certain things, though, that I do think fans do look at and just say, you know what, I just want you to—I want to be proud of my franchise in a way where I just want it to be classy. Well, it's not and a, this, while you don't—like, as you said, Bart— when things you know are wrong or things that are said about you, yeah. and it's like, what? why would you say – but you didn't put your name on it? Yeah. Yeah, then I'm like he, – he's frustrated enough to say, I'm going to attack this immediately yeah. and shut this down. Yeah. And the problem is – It never does shut it down. All you did is
0: gave them a platform. Exactly, you brought
2: attention to a story that most people would have read and gone, whatever. Yeah, yeah,
0: like I saw the quote and I saw the story
2: and I thought to myself, who the hell would say that?
0: They're still, they're still top ten valued franchise. It's it's insane. So really, who cares,
2: right? Yeah, but like I wouldn't have put much into that story, but you now breathe life into it and now created I get a lot something of, you know, around it. I get a lot of Mark Cuban
0: vibes from him. You know what I mean? Reminds me a little bit of Mark Cuban, Steve Ballmer, like these super rich people that come in and decide and always love teams and they finally get one. You know, you see it with Snyder a little bit. Like Snyder's Now, he's an extreme version of because he's been doing it for such a Dance long time. Snyder. Yeah, Dan Snyder. So you, you guys become and then they, they, they forget they have to change, right? It's like one of those things, right? You can be a fan, you can say certain things, but then when you get in the league, you have to change and tone it down and realize that you're part of, a, part of the
2: shield. Well, you also realize, too, that, that you will always get the last word. Yeah. And how you get the last word, of course, is what your team ends up looking like as you go longer into your ownership, yeah, you're you a keep, year you keep, in, you keep, you keep, and for the, half you, the year, you keep the receipts. Things look good. Then you go and then you brought the black jerseys back and we so we know the record since then. Yeah. I'm just saying.
0: But the black jerseys, at some point you you, you dispelled that cuz we had that in Baltimore cuz we would lose it. How about we and we were trying to say listen maybe we lost because we were playing against very good teams. We're going to put out a very good teams. <laughs> <laughs> team. Had nothing to do. I guarantee we it we put out against the Bengals I, and we lose and that's something different, but yeah. we were losing to the best teams that we were going against.
2: Yeah, no there's no doubt about it. This is 98.7 ESPN.